0: Your Ben Jarofsky show is just moments away. But before we get into that, yeah, we need to thank the following unions for jumping on board and sponsoring our program. The International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, not Aerosmith. Local 126 and District 8 are sponsors. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 9. The International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 150. And, of course, today's Ben Jarofsky show, hour number two as well, is brought to you by our good friends, at the Chicago Federation of Labor.
1: was man. Yeah, that's my favorite Elvis song. Say, only fools, Russian. I love that song. And I can help. I love Elvis, man. That's something I blog and I have in common. The Ben Jarovsky Show starts now.
0: It is Wednesday, February 19th. And live from the Chicago Sun-Times, Chicago Reader Studio on Racine Avenue, this is the Ben Jarofsky Show. Today on the program, legendary Chicago journalist Monroe Anderson returns. We welcome legendary Chicago musician Billy Branch. And also making his return, committeeman Peter Jenko. And now your host, Ben, flip that buttermilk carton around. Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky.
1: Body Ben Jarofsky here. We're calling this, what else? Blago, Blago, Blago Wednesday. And here's why. Everywhere I go these days, or everywhere I go for the last 24 hours, D, it's Blago, 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 Blago. Blago, 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 Blago. The story was breaking yesterday as we came on the air. We talked a lot about it yesterday. Now we've had 24 hours to marinate in. There's even more to talk about. Of course, let's go back to the basics. President Donald John Trump commuted the sentence of former Governor Rob Lagojevich, who was in jail, uh, federal prison for, he was sentenced to for 14 years. He'd already spent eight years in prison for extensively extorting money or attempting to extort money from people who do business with the state of Illinois or people who are interested in filling the vacancy created when Barack Obama, the Senate vacancy created when Barack Obama went to the White House, all right? That's what he went to prison for. Uh, and, and I must start by saying this. I said it yesterday. I've said it before. Donald John Trump was right. Yes, indeed, D. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth, but Donald John Trump was right to commute the sentence. Eight years is more than enough for the crimes that Blago committed. I say that even though so many of my brothers and sisters in uh, the journalistic business are outraged. Uh, I think that Donald John Trump was right. Eight years was uh, more than enough uh, for the charges against Blago. That said, good God, Blago looks great. Can you believe it, D? Uh, last night, my wife and I were, out, we're eating a, a dinner in a bar, and up on the TV, uh, above the bar was the TV. The sound was down, and there was Blago in the, um, I think the airport in Denver on his way home to Chicago. And my wife was like, good God, man, he looks as fit as a fiddle. He was like... He, he was in great shape. His hair, of course, was freaking perfect. By the way, time for a little headline battle here. We like to do this on the Ben Jarofsky Show. Uh, we compare headlines on Big News of the Day between the Sun-Times and the Tribune. I love headline battle. Headline battle is a great game. I just have to say... More often than not, I believe my beloved bright one is uh, the winner of headline battle. But more often than not, Dennis weighs in with the Tribune. I think
0: in you know uh, in the podcast world, uh, you would call it battle of the headlines. It's more of a segment
1: name. Wow, battle, battle of the headlines. Check it. Anyway, battle of the headlines. So which one do you want? first? I like. The, woo, woo. So which one do you want first, Tribune or Sun Times? i lay it on with the uh, Tribune. Okay, here's the Chicago Tribune headline, and I'll try to get through it. Keep in mind, I didn't get much sleep last night, so I hope I make it through without falling asleep. (laughs) Uh, Here's the headline. Is is the camera working? Yes. Okay. Blagojevich released from federal prison. Trump commutes ex-governor's 14-year sentence. I like that. Mm -hmm. To the point, you know what you're getting into when you read it. Good job, Tribune. Okay. Here's my beloved bright one, home delivered every day. By the way, the trooping's home delivered, too. Here we go. All right. With a picture. it's looking great. Fit as a fiddle, as my wife said. Hey, let, a, me, let me. Oh, yeah. Read it, and I'll show everybody okay. on the camera. A free mane. A-, <laughs> a lot of people are not like, I don't get it, man. Mane, like a mane of hair. You know, the, uh, Rod's got great hair. A free man. A free mane. You put the E on the enemy. Who are these geniuses? They're like poets. These poets, these headline writer poets. And then underneath is the informational. Uh, headline that you love, disgraced ex-governor Rod Blagojevich released from prison after President Trump commutes 14 year sentence. So it's like the attention grabber right underneath the head, uh, the picture of Rob Blagojevich looking fit as a fiddle. And then my favorite, this has absolutely nothing to do nothing. Like, there's a kid in the background going, oh my God, what's going on anyway, it looks like Macaulay Culkin. It does. Anyway, I think Dennis agrees the Sun-Times wins. No, again. no. Chicago, you know, you, you get
0: caught in a little uh, corner when you do these puns, you know, and then you got to top yourself with the next pun. And uh, yeah. free Maine. I don't know, guys. Hey, Maybe jumping the shark there. I was free Maine in
1: Paris. Oh, Sorry, boy. that's a song from the uh, 60s, I want to say. Anyway, he looked great. Chicago Sun-Times, quite the pun issuers. Uh, and uh, now, uh, speaking of great, let's give a shout out to uh, Justin Horowitz, our guest on the show yesterday. This is while the news was breaking. Poor just with political strategist I know he's listening out there right now he was absolutely right on target he explained the play here's the play people all right I know you're thinking like uh so all you Trump lovers are out there well well he he let him go because of for humane reasons uh-uh, negatory He let him go because he knew that Rob Goyevich was going to be a very potent and powerful weapon in his re-election campaign. And no sooner said than done. Just like Justin said. Justin said on the show yesterday. You watch. You watch, uh, Bogovic is going to immediately go on the attack, attacking Democrats, praising Trump, talking about tr- how Trump is a champion of criminal justice reform and how Trump is releasing people who have been unfairly uh, and uh, unjustly Sentenced to long years of prison, probably call themselves political prisoners. You know what I'm saying? Like Trump is some kind of liberator and Trump's the real reformer. He goes, you watch and it's going to be a a pitch essentially to black voters. Uh, coupled with, remember that Super Bowl ad. Justin didn't mention this, but there was a Super Bowl ad that Trump aired, uh, which showed Alice Marie Johnson, a black woman from Memphis, Tennessee, who was uh, he released. She he commuted her sentence on a, a drug trafficking charge uh, to show that he had great sympathy uh, uh, for black people. It was part of it. This is part of his effort to win over the black vote. And Justin predicted it. Uh, he uh, would that that's the whole purpose of releasing Blagojevich early. And sure enough. Rod Blagojevich delivered. Uh, D's got some uh, f- d- tape of the press conference that Blagojevich Buk- held at had his house today. Th- all the reporters, like classic Chicago <laughs> press crew, oh, get there. They are driving down to Wilson, down Wilson Avenue, which uh, just not far from where Young Dennis lives. By the way, really? Yeah, you live about. Okay, I, don't I, give me my. Don't give everybody my oh, specific address. I won't give the specific address. But if you just want to stop in someday, ding dong, hi D, I'm here. Uh, Dennis lives about uh, maybe three quarters of a mile to the west of where Blago lives. Anyway, uh, uh, all the reporters were there. Blago came out uh, on the porch where he always gives these press statements, and he just flawlessly extolled the virtues, in quotes, of Donald John Trump. So, yes, uh, you were right, Justin. That that was the play. The play was to turn uh, Blagojevich into, what does he call himself? A Trumpocrat. And now he's going to pretend as though Donald Trump is the reformer. Oh, my God. I (laughs) hope that doesn't catch on. Uh, This is what I say. Justin and I have a little disagreement on this one. Justin thinks it'll work. I don't think it'll work. I have more confidence in the voters. Now, you know, I'm older than Justin, so I should be the cynical, jaded one uh, who believes that the voters are so so simple-minded that they'll fall for anything. It should be me who's saying that. And Justin, he's young, he's idealistic, he should believe that voters have more sense. But Justin, I don't think it's gonna work. I'm just putting that out there. I think the voters are too smart to fall for it. I'll tell you what else that was on my mind. I couldn't sleep last night. You know what night you don't want to You want to know why, D? I'll tell you why. Can't sleep last night, can't talk this morning. I think there's a correlation. I was so excited to see what the Tribune was going to say about this one. I was up reading a book, waiting for that little, the sound of the newspaper landing on my front porch at about 4.30 in the morning. This is what I heard. That was the sound. Wait, it's more like three newspapers, so hold on. The sound of the... Oh, my goodness. (laughs) No, but actually, now that I think about it, they don't arrive at the same time, so it's like, boom, boom, boom. That's the sound I heard. rushed outside, I took the Chicago Tribune, I read Johnny Cass, I read the editorial page, because, okay, just so you know, uh, the Tribune's editorial page and John Cass uh, share a common passion. They can't stand Blagojevich. They think Blagojevich is the epitome of of all that's wrong with Illinois and Democratic politics. At the same time, they wear the MAGA hat. They're huge Trump supporters. They love Donald John Trump. All right, so I was like, all right, how are they going to work their way around this baby? It's their hero, their leader, the guy that the shot caller who let Blago out of prison. They let the man that they say is the symbol of all that's wrong in Illinois. So how did they do it? Well, they just did it the, a very skillful way, D. They? they just kind of avoided mentioning Trump. <laughs> well, Blago, they, on and on and on about how horrible Blago is. At some point, the Tribune mentioned, uh, oh, yes, by the way, uh, Donald Trump commuted his sentence. Then back to all how horrible Blago is. This is going to be so funny to think about the Tribune uh, and their uh, right-wing columnists uh, joining forces with Blagojevich. Uh, to uh, help reelect Donald Trump. I'm just looking forward to those rallies. They're all wearing their little MAGA hats <laughs> on stage with Donnie Trump. Let me just say this. What Donald Trump did was not just uh, out of feeling the goodness of his heart because he felt compassion for Blagojevich and his family. Oh no, he had two points. One, Blago- Blagojevich and he shared the same enemies, essentially the same federal prosecutors who sent Blagojevich to prison were the ones who were going after Trump. So it was important to undercut their case by showing somehow or other that uh, Bogoyevich was an innocent victim and Bogoyevich will be playing that theme. Dennis will have the tape uh, in a little while ago. So it's vet- that was part number one. Uh, part number two was to set up probably for the pardoning of Roger Stone and other felons uh, in the Trump administration or in the Trump universe. That's probably to come. Uh, and then third, essentially, Trump and Blagojevich were accused of the same crime, extortion. In the case of Blagojevich, it was extorting campaign funds from people who did business with the state. And in the case of Donald John Trump, it was extorting a comment from the president of Ukraine that they were investigating Joe Biden. It was extortion. So if Donald Trump minimizes uh, the offense of extortion by letting Blagojevich goes, well, why, how can you hold Trump accountable for the same crimes? Very simple. So now extortion is no longer a crime uh, in Donald Trump's universe. I want everybody to think about this. Donald Trump, let's see, uh, he has defied congressional subpoenas He has ordered that White House aides not testify uh, in congressional hearings. He uh, has denounced in tweets by name, prosecutors, witnesses. He's fired people in the White House who've dared to uh, appear before Congress and testify under oath. He's punished them. He's attempted to intimidate anybody who would dare to speak out against him. He has attempted to intimidate the Congress people who dared to investigate him. This is gross uh, abuse of power. Not one word from the Tribune. Not one word from the right. Not one word from the Republicans. Meanwhile, they're outraged. Outraged, I tell you, at Kim Fox for Smollett Gate. Outraged. I wonder what Bogoyevich's position will be on Kim. You know, Bogoyevich was, we're going to get into this when he starts c- talking on about injustices in the world and how he's a political Maybe he watched person. that
0: Empire show while he was, <laughs> you know, in the slammer. Yeah, I'll bet you
1: there's that well, one. I like that show. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if Bogoyevich is going to join the Tribune and Trump and calling for the ouster of Kim Fox. Strange bedfellows these days. Politics is always interested, uh, interesting in the city of Chicago. Meanwhile, J.B. Pritzker is giving a budget address. He's dealing with the real substantial problems that the state of Illinois faces to a large degree because of the ineptitude, incompetence, corruption uh, of Rob Lagojevich and Bruce Rauner. Oh my God, poor J.B. Pritzker. Nobody's paying attention. The general attitude is boring. Let's go back to Blago, Blago, Blago. Anyway, we're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about Blago, 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 and Pritzker, 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 and a lot of other things. Uh, But first, wait a minute, I have to say who's on the show today. We have a great show today. Can you
0: please get sleep before the show? I know you
1: think it's cute, but it's not. (laughs) I got about two hours. Ugh, guys. <laughs> I got two hours, man. Uh, Monroe Anderson will be here. Billy Branch will be here. Uh, and uh, Peter Jenk will be here as well. But first, the news with the doctor. The young man from Alton, Illinois, that they call Dr. Doobie. How's it going,
0: everybody? I got about eight hours of sleep last night. Fresh as a daisy. You're in good hands with the doctor, all right? More bloggo, bailout fallout. But first... Yes, we have to talk about our current governor, J.B. Pritzker's 2020 budget address. It's been more than a decade since the last contribution was made to the Rainy Day Fund, and it was almost entirely wiped out in 2017 under my predecessor. The budget I am introducing today begins to restore it, dedicating $100 million to the Rainy Day Fund over the next
1: 16 months. (laughs) Stop. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Stop. You know what? On second hand, <laughs> let's talk about Blago. Oh, come on. The ready day fund is important. Sorry,
0: Pritzker. The governor from about a decade ago is getting top billing. By the way, you may want to get used to that for a little bit. All right. Free at last. <laughs> free at last. Thank Trump almighty. He's free at last. Uh, that's good. Former that's Illinois good. Governor Rob Blagojevich's 14-year sentence has been commuted. As we mentioned, Blago held a press conference outside of his Chicago home today. We have the audio. Shout out to The Washington Post for that. Let's unpack this press conference. Let's not waste any more time here. And uh, hey, what do you know? We begin with a little uh, out-of-jail humor.
2: It's been a long time since I've shaved with a normal razor, and uh, it takes a little practice. I'm sorry about that. i got to keep dabbing the...
3: So I have to apologize for his tardiness. He couldn't find where I put his socks this morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lots changed in the nearly eight years that I, I've been here.
1: That was good. Ah, uh, it's a little out of jail humor from Rob. So he cut himself shaving, and he yeah, was dabbing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was got a little gross there. About uh, twenty minutes into it,
1: he'd pull up and dab his chin. And I, by the, the way, napkin <laughs> was like bloody as hell. That's happened to me, so I can really uh, you know relate with him. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it because you never shave. Well, I shave my head? I shave my neck. So uh, valid point.
2: We uh, want to express our most profound and everlasting gratitude to President Trump. How do you properly thank someone who's given you back the freedom that was stolen from you? Uh, He didn't have to do this. He's a Republican president. I was a Democratic governor. And doing this does nothing to help his politics. Uh, President Trump is a man who is tough and outspoken, but he also has a kind heart. And uh, this is an act of kindness, and I also believe it's the beginning of the process to to uh, actually turn an injustice into a justice.
1: Wow. Let's just unpack that. By the way, this is to say, Blago is a master of the art of BS. He's always been. I followed his career since he was a state rep back in the day. Uh, his congressional office was just on the street for me, D. And uh, he, of course, his career was launched, just to remind everybody, by uh, former alderman uh, Richard Mell, uh, former powerful Democratic committeeman Richard Mell. He's Richard Mell's son-in-law. Uh, And so he owes his career in politics to the democratic machine. Just always remember that folks, okay? And he's just a master at the art of BS. So just think about what he said. Uh, He's thanking Donald Trump and this doesn't help him in any way with his politics. And then he goes on to say how Trump is wise and Trump is tough and Trump but has a great heart. Totally helping Trump with his politics. Justin was right, people. This is all about politics. Donald Trump released Rod Blagojevich from prison precisely because he knew Rod Blagojevich would become an advocate for him in his reelection campaign. Rod Blagojevich has essentially put on the MAGA hat. And he is just going to go around testifying to Trump and say what a great guy Trump's doing. And he's going to say he's doing it as a Democrat. The whole point is like Trumpocrat. He's a Trumpocrat. So the whole point is that there's gonna be people dumb enough to fall for it. And I gotta say this, this is the big divide between me and Justin. Justin says he thinks it's gonna work because the people of the state of Illinois, he, he's so so cynical to be so young. But I say they're too smart to fall for it. But I don't know, he's so good. Just listen to Blago right there. On one hand say, uh, he, uh, Trump gets nothing politically from this, and then, with the second breath, shows you exactly what Trump gets for it politically. Masterful job, Blanco. years Blago. for Patty
2: and for me. I spent my first 32 months in prison, nearly three years behind what the inmates call the razor wire, the barbed wire fence. You can't go near that fence. If you do, there are prison guards there, armed with machine guns, who have the discretion to shoot you. I didn't go near that fence. <laughs> the buildings behind that fence where the inmates live and sleep are squalid places. They're cold and dark like tombs. There were about 900 inmates there, drug dealers, cartel members, gang bangers, bank robbers. There were men there who committed murder, con artists, a lot of sex offenders. About two percent of the population were in the so-called white-collar category. For most of my time there, my home was a six foot by 12 foot, a six foot by eight foot prison cell with four cement walls, a big heavy iron door that can shut you in a small window with bars on it and a bunk bed. I slept on the top bunk.
1: Well, Yeah. Prison's no joke. And this, again, folks, he he called top bunk, uh, He got top bunk, by the way, all the people in prison, he mentioned con artists of which he is one. Uh, And uh, although you just don't go to prison, if you're just a con artist, you got to be caught. And, uh, you know, he was pretty much caught folks. (laughs) I hate to say it. I mean, he did, he did shake down people. Now, whether you believe he deserved 14 years, a whole other issue, I don't believe he deserved 14 years, but he, you know, Yes, it's true. Life is very tough in prison. That's absolutely true. But he did do the crime. I'm just saying. If what are the, What's that old line, D? If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. So now he's there crying about it, how rough it is in prison. Hey, man. No one told you to shake down the hospital operators who were looking for state contracts. Nobody told you to shake down uh, all the different Democratic uh, wannabes who wanted uh, Barack Obama's seat. Nobody told you to do that. You know, so I mean, I hear you, it's really tough in prison and there's a lot of people who are unjustly in prison, particularly for those drug laws, which by the way, you did absolutely nothing to fight when you had the power to do something about it, Rob Lagojevich. I didn't see you pushing to say legalize reefer. You know, now that you're out, you're a big believer, having experienced prison, you're a big believer uh, in the, the, the need to have criminal justice reform. I appreciate that. I remember Chuck Colson and the Nixon White House was the same way, but when you had power, you didn't do anything about it. So I have a hard time really feeling sorry for the guy cause he did the crime. Often late at night, I would look through that window and past
2: those bars out into the night sky. And I think of home, I think of my children, i think of patty sometimes sometimes i could almost Is that my uncle i would say to myself one day one day i'll make it back to you and hold your hand sweetheart of and i would remember what a gracious thing it's been to walk through life
1: with you wow i'll tell you what he's that folks you listen to that. Now you know why you elected him twice—not once, but twice—as your governor. And the second time around, it was pretty obvious he was up to no good. And you elected him anyway. The man is pretty good at giving a speech, Dave. He's standing up one more time. Dude just got out of federal prison. Think about it. Think about this, folks. He just got finished telling you how rough it is. Talk about the wire, the the the, uh, the barb wire, the razor wire, the guards with the machine guns, the little block that he's living in. You know, he, it talks about how horrific it was. And, but he's just like, orating without a, there's no, I don't, I bet, I bet I don't have the, the video. Does he even have notes? Does he just speak? Yeah. He's I mean, riffing. I, I'll just say this about Rob Bogoyevich. He's truly gifted. He's one of the most gifted con artists I've seen in a long, long time.
2: So again, on behalf of Patty and Amy and Annie and me, we want to again express our, our deepest gratitude to President Trump. Like I said, as a Republican president and Uh a Democratic governor, he didn't have to do this. Yeah, no. But President Trump is not a typical politician. That's right. (laughs) That's for sure. He's tough. He's outspoken. He gets things done. He's Uh. a problem solver in a business where too many politicians don't want to solve problems. Uh, All they want to do is play politics. Oh, he never plays politics. He's 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 got a I'm a Trumpocrat. The Trumpocrat,
0: that's right. Are you going to vote every time? If I have why the ability to vote, Chicago's I'm going to vote up. for him. Party?
2: Well, I don't know that I'd allow me to vote, yeah, but don't. but I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but let me just say that Make that uh great again. Why you get <laughs> The president is, is uh, yeah. He's tough and outspoken and he has the courage to challenge the old way. That's right. He's the one who's actually fighting to bring real change. That's why he gets so much pushback. But notwithstanding being tough, he's also a man with a kind heart.
1: (laughs) Hey, Rod, you don't have to suck up to him anymore. You're out. You can do whatever you want. You're free. Uh, By the way, this one more time. uh, All they do. Listen to how he contrasts Trump uh, from everybody else. All they do, he says, they being presumably the Democrats, do is play politics. As if he isn't playing politics at that very moment. This is all political games, people. Remember what Justin told you yesterday. This is the play, all right? Donald Trump released Rob Blagojevich precisely because he wanted Rob Lagojevich to go on the stump and say exactly what Rob Blagojevich is saying right there. Rob Blagojevich is paying Trump back. Now, if Trump released him just out of the goodness of his heart because he thought it was the right thing to do, that 14 years is too much? Then Rob Lugoyevich was simply, all he had to do was say, thank you, Donald Trump, and then leave the limelight. Uh-uh. <laughs> Man, this is payback time, and it's all political, folks. Don't be dumb. Come on. Do, uh, Rob Lagojevich pretty much admitted he's a con artist. Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't say I, Rob i am a con artist. He said they're con artists are con artists behind bars. But Folks, you all know in the state of Illinois, city of Chicago, that Rob Bogovich is a master of the con game. He's playing it right now.
2: He sees wrong and he tries to right it, just like he did in the case of Alice Marie Johnson. Mm-hmm. You What's know it? who she is? The grandmother from Alabama who served 21 years in prison on a life sentence as a first-time nonviolent drug offender. A life sentence as a first-time nonviolent drug offender. The
3: first step led a lot of
2: Alice Marie Johnson's case is probably one of the better illustrations that shows how the federal criminal justice system disproportionately discriminates against African Americans and people of color, and how the 1994 crime bill has led to the over-sentencing and to the creation of what the author Michelle Alexander has called (laughs) the new Jim Crow in America.
0: That's right. You know what I'm talking about? That's right. Dump the Clintons.
1: All right. There you go. Michelle Alexander. Folks, you should know this. Uh, she wrote a book, The New uh, "New Jim Crow in America. It uh, was one of the most important books of our time in terms of talking about uh, how the Clinton crime bill and the war on drugs has have incarcerated uh, thousands and thousands of African-Americans in this country, have really played, have destroyed families, destroyed lives, destroyed communities. Uh, it's a very important book. Uh, it is a book, of course, that Donald Trump has, his entire life has been in opposition to all of the changes that Michelle Alexander has called for. It's beyond irony at this particular moment that Rob Bogoyevich would invoke uh, that book and those themes and her uh, powerful assault on the criminal justice system to extol the virtues of Donald Trump. Only an electorate that isn't paying attention, that is completely <laughs> completely susceptible to a con game would fall for it. But that's the game that's being played at this moment.
2: 1994 crime bill passed by my fellow Democrats before I got to Congress. Fortunately, as soon as President Trump learned of the injustice against Alice Marie, he immediately put a stop to it and he sent her home to her family. And fortunately, because this is a president who gets things done, through his leadership and with the help of organizations like Cut 50, President Trump was able to build the necessary bipartisan support to pass the historic First Step Act, a new law that begins the process of reforming a broken criminal justice system and putting it an into the racist injustice caused by that racist yeah. 1994 crime bill. Now, as for me, obviously I've got 10,000 reasons to be thankful to President Trump. I'm obviously thankful to be home. To have my freedom back to uh, just be able to hold my wife's hand but most of all i'm thankful to you mr president for giving my daughters their father back my daughters are growing up and the day is not too far off when they will go out into the world on their own now i wish i could slow down time but no matter where their life's journey may lead they will always take with them the realization that the kindest gift they've ever received in their lives came from you thank you, Mr. President, for what you've done for me, but better, far, far better, thank you for what you've done for them.
1: Well, coming to a Trump commercial sometime soon. Uh, and remember, <laughs> this is not political, right? This is not political in any way. Uh-uh, you know, mentioning Michelle Alexander, likening himself to uh, black political prisoners. Uh, this is not political in any way. Rob Goevich is just speaking from his heart donald trump the liberator monroe anderson has entered the building Ramon, monroe anderson has entered the building we'll see if monroe anderson we got to play some of this stuff from monroe see if he too is convinced by the rhetoric the passionate speech of rob bagoyevich maybe monroe who's been consistently critical of donald trump will now say ben i was wrong rob Bogoevich was right donald trump is a liberator of black people Uh, By the way, I just want to point out, we had uh, Sparky Rose uh, on the show last week. He's an expert in all things marijuana. (laughs) (sighs) Donald Trump and the Trump administration uh, are the ones who continue to make marijuana a federal offense. There's people still in federal prison uh, because it's against the law, uh, the federal law. No matter what they do in Illinois, it's against the law in this country to possess marijuana. Okay, so if Donald Trump really was really was a believer in the uh, criminal justice reform, he would legalize marijuana on a federal level. That would be do right now, and then let people out of prison who are unjustly in prison for this corrupt uh, war on drugs. Now, by the way, if he did that, I would really welcome. I don't even care what political ramifications there would be. Monroe Anderson, I would. I would be like Rob Goy, which I would say, "Thank you, Mr. President."
4: Careful so, what you say, because he may do
1: that. Well, he may do it. You know what? And if that's what, if that's what it takes to get some sensible changes in our drug policy, I would have to thank President. Oh. I don't know if I would vote for him, but I still have to thank him. All right, we
0: got one more piece of audio to play from Rob Goy, just press conference this afternoon. Let's hear it. Wait a minute. What is this? <laughs> well.
1: We didn't get it right to last oh, time. Oh, it's a Bloomberg <laughs> ad. how did this get
0: in there? This guy's everywhere. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, <laughs> you can't escape this Bloomberg. You got in the middle of my... All right, here we go.
2: I'd like to thank a few people real quick. I'd oh, like right. to thank uh, my old friend, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, uh, for his voice okay. and for his help and for his support. Yeah. I want to thank um, my... Uh, Friend and former colleague in the Congress, Congressman Jesse Jackson Jr., for his friendship and his support. I want to thank Patty's dad for uh, Alderman Mel, Richard Mel, for his love and support to our daughters and to his daughter Patty. I want to thank this mystery man, a young man who brought all this about. I just met him yesterday, and this is Mark Vargas. He's uh, quite a guy, and he's uh, he, he's the kind of guy who can get you out of prison if you find yourself stuck there. And I'm really grateful to his efforts and what he's done on my behalf. The scriptures teach us and history shows that in the long run, right defeated will in the end overcome wrong triumphant. And as Dr. Martin Luther King used to say, truth crushed to earth will one day rise again because no lie can live forever. I'm returning home today from a long exile, a freed political prisoner. Wow.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's just first of all thanking uh, Jesse Jackson and Jesse Jackson Jr. I just want to point out that Jesse Jackson, he wasn't so nice about Jesse Jackson Jr. back in 2008 when he was wheeling and dealing with the Obama White House, or the incoming Obama White House, if you will, to try to figure out what he could get from Jesse Jackson Jr. to appoint him to fill the vacancy uh, as a a senator in Illinois. So it's interesting, now he loves Jesse Jackson Jr. Uh, Well, he
4: had a lot of time to think about
1: it. I see it, eight years to think (laughs) about it you're right Monroe. uh that's interesting he's he's like thanking every black person in the world he can because i just want to tell you folks one more time this is the play this is the play rob bugoyevich's job from here on out is to be an advocate for donald john trump in the black community Somehow or other, they've decided that the way to get black voters to vote for Donald John Trump is to have Rod Blagojevich, like in his situation, his Rod Blagojevich, who is in federal prison for shaking people down to what, Nelson Mandela? Martin Luther King in the Birmingham Jail. uh, He was
4: quoting the new Jim Crow.
1: Yeah, we talked about that. (laughs) Michelle Alexander and uh, Rob Lagojevich are allies, so now he's somehow dragging Michelle Alexander into this game.
4: Who I bet a hundred bucks would would not agree with him one bit.
1: You know, I just read the, uh, it's funny you should say that, I just read the postscript, uh, or the the new um, uh, introduction to uh, her book that just came out uh, in paperback, and she's, Ripping Trump, okay, but now somehow or other Rob, Rob McGovern has dragged her uh, into this, and I just want to say one thing, I didn't hear a shout out to Leonard Goodman. Leonard Goodman nope. is the nope. lawyer here in the city of Chicago, he comes on the show from time to time, he's uh, left of center, he's even left of where I Wait, am. Wait, I think I hear a bus pulling up in the city of Chicago. Yep, there we go, throw Leonard under the bus. So anybody who believes that Rob Blagojevich is for real, the guy who fought the hardest to get him out of prison didn't get a shout out. Richard Mel got a shout out. Richard Mel was the guy to start the investigation by alerting people to the fact that Rob Blagojevich was up to no good. Billy Branch is in the studio. He's been around Chicago. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> he remembers all this stuff. So it's funny, I just did not hear a shout out to Leonard Goodman, it, maybe Leonard's too left. Isn't that what happened to lefties? You usually throw lefties under the bus. D. So it's interesting, he's thanking Jesse Jackson, he's thanking Jesse Jackson Jr., he's you know uh, talking about Michelle Alexander. I, I, he didn't mention Nelson Mandela, I'm surprised he didn't get around to Nelson Mandela. But uh, Leonard Goodman, not one word for Leonard Goodman. Well, if
0: that does happen, Leonard, you always have a home here in the Ben Jaronsky Show. We'll throw you on the microphone and you could talk all about it.
1: So there it was, everybody. He,
4: he didn't thank Barack Obama for giving up the seat to begin
1: with. No, he didn't. Th- By the way, none of this would happen Barack Obama had simply commuted uh, Blugovitch's sentence back in 2016, which a lot of. The Blagojevichs were really hoping he would do that. Yeah. Uh, we would not have Rob Blagojevich as a salesperson for Donald John Trump.
4: Except I, I, he's not going to be much of a salesperson. All right. right, No, gonna... he, 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 except for the, the great uneducated. No black person is into Blagojevich.
1: All right. We will have that discussion when we return. Monroe Anderson is here. Billy Branch is here. We're going to be talking about will black people be convinced to vote for Donald John Trump having heard Rob Goyevich sing his praises. We have some people who've already come on the show who said, yes, they will. I say they won't. We'll see what Billy Branch and Monroe Anderson have to say on the subject when we return.
0: Read the Chicago Reader to get up to speed on what's what in Chicago. Culture.
4: How did you go from sharing stories over the years to deciding to write a book? Good question, Mayor.
1: Good question. Hey, everybody. What you're about to hear are the piano stylings of Jeff Manuel. as comfortable with Chopin as he is with Cole Porter. He's excellent, and his performance is joyous. He offers an elegant stream of compositions and interpretations that entertains the mind but won't hurt the ears. To hear more of Jeff Manuel's work and to book Jeff for your next event, go to jeffmanuelpianist.com I'm going to spell it out for you, people. J E F F. M as in Mary, A, N as in Nancy, U, E, L, P, I, A, N, I, S, T, dot com. Take it away, Jeff Manuel.
0: commercial break over welcome back to the ben jarofsky show
1: live from the chicago sun times we're talking blago 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 trump we'll get into bernie we'll get into bloomberg the debates tonight we've been talking blago uh and his his new role as pitch man for donald trump i forgot completely there's a democratic debate tonight and bloomberg will be in the debate Oh, my God, there's so much political stuff erupting here. I don't know where to begin. Uh, my guest, Monroe Anderson, he comes in every Wednesday. And my other guest, this is a great moment for the Ben Jarofsky Show, his Ben Jarofsky Show debut, Billy Branch. Welcome to the show. All boy. right, thanks, man. Good to be here. Uh, those are some serious pipes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's got a radio voice. Right. Monroe, you're going to have to up your game. Yeah, you're up I can't compete. <laughs> I can't compete. Uh, and, and, uh, that, and,
4: and he plays a, a, a mean harmonica, too.
1: Yeah. before. We get into the question of the day, uh, and which uh, I'll just one more one more time remind people: uh, Will black voters uh, fall for this uh, this this game that Blago's playing, this pitch that Blago's making on behalf of Donald Trump? Uh, Billy Branch, why don't you just take a moment to introduce yourself uh, to our our audience? A lot of our uh, listeners mm-hmm. are music fans; they know about your musical career. Why don't you mm-hmm. just take a little moment to introduce yourself?
3: Well, um, I've been uh, leader of my band, Sons of Blues, for. God, over 40 years now, and uh, you know we play around the Chicago area. We travel the globe. Matter of fact, I'm going back to the UK uh, Sunday. Uh, we were scheduled to do a three-week historical tour in China next month. Obviously, that ain't happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, coronavirus. Yeah, I'm 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 one of the, uh, somewhat of a political animal. I, uh, Got B.A. A. in Poli Sci from University of Illinois back in, God, 74. Mm-hmm. It was a while back. And uh, you know, I follow politics a great deal as well as my wife and a lot of my friends. I mean, Chicago, you you can't help it. Now you're born and raised, you're, you're, you're Chicago, you weren't born here, but you're raised, you grew up in Chicago, right? I was born here, oh, okay. raised in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and returned to go to, U of I.
1: Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. have, you had the benefit of seeing the way the world worked in a different locale. In other words, most people born and raised in Chicago have a tendency just to view things, well it's, this is the way it is yeah. in Chicago, this is yeah. the way it'll always be, because uh, it was the way when I was growing up. Yeah.
4: Well, you know, the other thing, because Billy and I have been friends for a very long time, mm-hmm. at least 30 years, maybe longer, Right. and um, I hang out with the blues musicians periodically and um, and if you're out, if you're with a group of them, and hear them talking, you realize these are world-class um, people. I mean, they've traveled all over the world, mm-hmm. and so they know national politics, local politics, and international politics. I mean, those that know. And Billy is one of those. I mean, like he said, he. I mean, he, he's he's played many foreign countries. Yeah,
1: and uh, like you said, you grew up in L.A. <laughs> Uh, right. So, is 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 the Chicago view of the world like that cynical, corrupt view of the world prevalent uh, everywhere you go? Do you see it everywhere you go, or is it just unique to Chicago?
3: Well, it's very strong in Chicago. You know, in LA, I left when I was seventeen, and I didn't have a keen uh, political awareness. You know, I was developing. You know, and and then in in college, of course. That's where a lot of your political uh, views are are nurtured and and you know as as they grow, uh, but it's Chicago's pretty well known for <laughs> for its politics. You know, first thing they'll say, a lot of times in foreign countries in Europe, they'll say Al Capone, you know, and, and then they'll say blues, and then they'll say politics. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, the uh, and uh, on celebration, the city was in celebration on Sunday. Monroe's not a sports fan, but the all-star game was in the city of Chicago. And I like, like when Chicago wants to put the best view of itself forward, you know what I mean? They'll talk about all the great, well, in this case, they were talking about all the great musicians that came from Chicago yeah. and the, the great legacy of music in the city of Chicago. Now one word. <laughs> About political corruption, (laughs) not one word about tips, not one word about inside deals. You know, you would think it was nirvana in the city of Chicago, but. uh, Well, compared to the White House, it is. All right, let's get down to it. Uh, So, uh, gentlemen, we've just spent uh, a good portion of the the early part of the show listening uh, to bits and pieces of Rob Bogojevich's comments. Uh, that he made to the press that assembled outside of his house on the north side of Chicago. Uh, He was celebrating his release from prison. Uh, The Chicago Sun-Times story tells... Uh, the front page tells the whole story uh, Billy a free mane, a free yeah. mane.
4: exactly
1: that's, that sounds like Muddy Waters
3: a free white mane I'm a mane
4: right a free white man. I still
1: <laughs> him <laughs> hey child right. both of you are funny <laughs> in your own way a free mane Yes, that exactly Muddy Waters <laughs> funny. a free white mane because literally his hair is white right, right. Now right. My, right. right. Oh, that would have been way better uh, yeah. a free white mane yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he is a white man, <laughs> and he is yeah. free.
4: Newspaper yeah. editors don't see color.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless they're black. Uh, and, okay, so, a free white man, uh, he is now positioned himself, by virtue of the eight years he spent in federal prison, uh, to be a, an uh, outspoken critic of our criminal justice system and an outspoken defender of of Donald John Trump. I'm not making this up, Billy. I'm not making this up, Monroe. I just mm. listened to him say oh, it. Oh, no, I,
4: I listened to him suck okay. up for a good 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, your thoughts, your most general thoughts about him, Monroe.
4: Um, he and Donald J. Trump are cut from the same cloth. And so they like a simpatico, you know. Mm. They, 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 they say, you know, he, um, Blagojevich still has not con- uh, expressed any, any remorse whatsoever. Mm-mm. He's still running around basically saying that he's innocent. Mm-hmm. That's why he got the 14 to begin with. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if he would have been remorseful at the time of, uh, before sentencing, mm-hmm. when he was running around doing news conferences and, sh- and showing up on game shows and what have you, claiming to be innocent, mm-hmm. and the judge told him to chill mm-hmm. out and he ignored the judge, and so the judge says, okay, I'll have my word before mm-hmm. it's over. And that's why he got the 40, because the 14 years was too much. You know, I, I thought that, even when it happened, but then I said, you mess with the judge and you get what you get.
3: Mm-hmm. Did you think it was too much, Billy? Well, uh, you know, the general perception is that it was. I, I'm not sure, but like Monroe said, you know, he was so... Uh, blatantly uh, you know he became like th- th- this caricature uh you know appearing on all the uh, talk shows and and kind of making a mockery exactly. of the whole whole exactly. thing and I think that's what really why why he got the book thrown at him because the judge says oh, no wait a minute now you know I mean we all understand white privilege but you done gone <laughs> you went too far
1: you're, you're blowing it for other white people <laughs> yeah you know
3: i, I gotta draw, draw the line here so um you know treat it,
4: you like a black man <laughs> yeah,
1: kind no, of they did not treat him like a black no man. not at all okay they first of all they sent him to the nice prison yeah All right. Yeah, okay. yeah yeah yeah. yeah and they not. let him out. He was out of a bond, so he was free until yeah. he was sentenced. Right. No, I'm yeah, talking about
4: yeah. at the, the 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 length of the sentence. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. I'm not talking about the treatment. Yeah. No. no it's, it's 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 good to be a, a white privileged man in America. Well,
3: it is. And and you know, uh, you look at he's at, at the group uh, that that Trump's pardoning. He's he's falling in. These are convicted felons, man. These aren't guys that were uh, questionably innocent. These guys, they were all guilty. I mean, but, you know, a lot of people had empathy for him because they said he was a nice guy. I think he worked uh, with some of the black community leaders. So they got, and, and you know, and the black folks are very forgiving. Very, very forgive. I mean, you know, go back to George Wallace Too when forgiving. he ran for president. Black folks, a lot of them supported him.
4: Oh, the the best example of that is with Dylan Roof. Um, after he killed nine people in the church, prayed with them, and then shot him and killed yeah. them, they, they they said they forgave him right afterwards. Yeah. You know? Uh, if that had been one of my relatives, I wouldn't have been so quick. Yeah, it yeah, yeah.
1: Well, uh, by, and uh, Billy, you make a very good point. I, I, we're obsessed here in Chicago uh, with Rod Blagojevich uh, and his case, but there were other uh, people who uh, Trump either pardoned or commuted, and they were white uh, uh, white crime uh, criminals, if you will, and uh, white people, uh, if you will, uh, cl- including Bernard Carrick, former uh, police uh, official in New York City, right. uh, Michael Milken, uh, and uh, who else? Ed uh, DiBartolo, who owned the uh, San Francisco 49ers. So white crime criminals right. uh, as opposed wealthy, to... Wealthy,
4: wealthy white men.
1: Yeah.
3: You know, the irony is that I, I heard the quote he said, <laughs> the <laughs> This this was really surreal when he says, the system is broken. Yeah, well, right. You're the example. Right.
1: The you, system wait, is. Wait,
3: who you quote? Who
4: said Trump?
1: Oh, Trump.
3: Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead today. Legoia, yeah, yeah. go yesterday. He, he said, yesterday, the yeah, system
4: right, is broken. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot what he said. And I'm going to work. And I'm going Fix it. well,
3: Well, yes, yeah, broken, but maybe not in the way that you're
1: uh, posturing that is. Broken. Really, when you hear, when you when you think of the concept of the system is broken, yeah. how do you interpret that? What is broken about well, the system?
3: broken uh, to me is that if you don't have uh, enough money, uh, a lot of times you're not going to get a fair trial. And a lot of people have been railroaded, uh, you know, black folks, minorities, poor folks, just because they didn't have access to... Uh, credible legal source. They didn't have legal resources. And I mean, we all know uh, people being put away for 20 and 30 years for a little pot or a little uh, cocaine or, I mean, yeah, some and, people going for life, right? man. And then these guys are doing all kinds yeah, of... Yeah, uh, and
4: you have, you have young men sitting in Cook County Jail right now who've been there for two years because they couldn't raise the bail.
1: Mm-hmm. They right. couldn't
4: afford to pay the bail. They, they haven't been convicted of anything right. and they've already done two years.
1: Yeah, and let me just point out, this, there's so many uh, bizarre ironies in all this. Uh, it came out in the Sun-Times that one behind the scenes, uh, people, one of the groups that was ch- uh, calling on Donald Trump to release Rob was the Fraternal Order Police here in the city of Chicago. Whoa. They were, yeah, it's in the Sun-Times. Whoa. I just want to read it. They wrote letter to Trump, uh, and uh, they, they have some influence with Trump. Uh, Kevin Graham, the head of the Fraternal Order of Police, met with Trump. Uh, he was uh, in the White House a while ago, and he uh, he was saying, you know, you should really release him. He spent too much time in prison. Let me just say this. I agree with the Fraternal Order of Police on that point, Billy Branch and Monroe. I do agree that eight years was enough, okay? Right. Right. Uh, uh, that said, it's interesting that the Fraternal Order of Police and Donald Trump are leading the charge on a local level, against Kim Fox because they think she's too nice. See that's on a red, people that, who are truly in prison because right. they can't pay their bail. That's right. yeah, that's Branch. a red.
3: That's a red flag right there, because uh, you know FOP. Well, you know FOP is FOP. <laughs> right. You know uh, that that's a
1: red flag. So I mean, if you believe in criminal justice reform. If you believe the system is broke, if you believe there are people who are unjustly well, in jail. It's only
4: broke when it doesn't f- continue to favor white men. That's when there's a there there must be something wrong with it. Um with black men, the system is quite fine. They're happy with it, except well, they aren't putting enough of us in jail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what
3: what is the um what's the movement called? Um you know when the uh, they've gone and uh, proven that uh, people been in prison for like twenty and thirty. What, what's that project Innocence called? Project. The Innocence Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a perfect case. Uh, I mean, look at how many lives have been destroyed, innocent people, their whole lives, and 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 it's interesting to me that most of the time when they are finally freed, uh, these people, they they show no bitterness, they show no desire for revenge, they're just so happy that finally, that they were exonerated. Mm -hmm. But this happens, you know, probably a lot more than we are even aware of, Mm -hmm. that people are, you know, innocently imprisoned and their lives and the lives of their family Mm -hmm. are are completely decimated.
4: Well, you know, speaking of that, we have a, certain New York city former mayor who uh, mm. who not only did the um ha- having black kids and men slammed up against the wall for a number of years um uh, f- stopped and frisked but um with the um central park five mm-hmm. like trump mm-hmm. he didn't want to see them um yeah,
1: mm-hmm. no you're talking about michael bloomer of course we're going to get into yeah. michael bloomer mm-hmm. i just want to follow up on something that billy you just got finished saying mm-hmm. uh that we've seen this that story that you just described unfold many times right where uh a, a man is let out of prison after years in jail and mm-hmm. the, uh, tests have shown that he he didn't do the crime uh and they're r- largely unknown to the public. They're not celebrities like Rob Blagojevich. They right. don't mm-hmm. command the press. Uh, like There may be one press conference when the right. person is released. When they're released. Release, and mm-hmm. that's it. And mm-hmm. what they don't do is become political spokespeople for a politician. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you right now, that's the play here. Mm-hmm. Rob Blagojevich is now going to become a regular spokesperson for donald trump he will be on the campaign trail if necessary he'll do commercials his pre- his press conference today i guarantee you things that that he said will be aired in donald trump commercials i wouldn't be surprised if he cleared some of those things the language was cleared with white house handlers It was so perfectly tailored mm-hmm. to fit a donald trump commercial this is an infomercial for Donald Trump, Monroe Except Anderson. it's not
4: going to reach black people. If Blagoje, Blagojevich had a certain f- black following mm-hmm. in Chicago, mm-hmm. but it was, it was um, self-interested politicians, mainly. Mm-hmm. And so it's not going to have any impact. And once you get beyond Chicago, then um, nobody knows who... Uh, among black people, know who Blagojevich is.
0: Well, he was on that Apprentice show. So there
1: may be people who, oh, that guy from Apprentice? Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of people know Blagojevich as a, as a celebrity from Apprentice. And as exactly. Billy was saying, he was on the David Letterman show. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. No, no,
4: yeah, no. What was really good about that is he says to David, I've been wanting to get on your show in the worst way. And now you have. You, know, know, you, already, you <laughs> <laughs> just did. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Billy, do you think it's going to work? Do you think uh, black voters uh, will uh, vote for Donald Trump based on Rob Bukowicz's appeal?
3: You know, there's for whatever crazy reasons, you know you, every time you see the Trump rallies, you see these black folks in the background and you wonder if they're getting paid or what. But uh, I think it, uh, to a small degree, I don't think uh, in mass black people are going to fall for that. Uh, like I say, black folks are very forgiving and and a lot of times they base their allegiances on association. For example, uh, when Rahm ran for mayor, I I knew he was gonna win because Obama, the connection. Um, And the same thing, that's why uh, Biden is enjoying that popularity. He's, well, you know, Obama's vice president. So, well,
4: uh, it, l- it, 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 except Bloomberg is buying. Well, we'll, get, like into that. That. we'll <laughs> get into that. We'll get into that. But you're Yeah, but but, uh, yeah, but,
3: but uh, uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, like I said, black folks are very forgiving, and uh, there is a contingency that doesn't really scrutinize. That just kind of. You know they base their perceptions through the media. Mm-hmm. You know there there is a contingency of folks like that. Case in point, again, you see, you always see these uh, handful of uh, black folks. You know, blacks for Obama, which <laughs> is, I mean, I'm sorry for <laughs> for Trump. Yeah. You know, and it, it's 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 crazy. It's insane, but. But it exists. I don't think in mass, no. I, I but understand. I think I think there, there'll there'll be a few folks that'll that will uh, look at
1: that as a you know an endorsement and. Well, this is something uh, that I observed over the years. I'm going to share this with you, coming out, straight out of my mind. Get your thoughts on it, Monroe and Billy. And that is this: uh, I've talked on the show many times about how when Clarence Thomas, uh, the Supreme Court justice uh whose whole career has been against affirmative action right all right all career is against he's always believed that the country's a meritocracy and any time uh, a, a black person asks for a a, a position anything. anything that's breaking against, the meritocracy you're taking he's it against it, it yeah he's against it but when he was in trouble yeah when they nail him on a sexual harassment charges from Anita Hill, this oh, feels this is like a, a lynch it's mob. It's a lynching. Yeah. Suddenly
3: he's black, and, and, and he's the. And, he's and then he benefited he from, benefited. from a affirmative action for his education. So I mean, hey, there it is. I, well, I, 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 I don't
4: know if I mentioned this or not on on your show before, but a, a, a friend of mine, uh, back in the '70s, when she got married, uh, Clarence came to her. Wedding, mm. uh, there's a photograph I saw, and he looked like a Black Panther back then. I mean, no literally, kidding. like he was a member of the Black Panther really? Party. Yeah, wow. yeah What year was this? It was in the late '70s, early '80s. Well, so. Monroe,
1: if you'd seen me back in the late '70s, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised. Right. We all went through our been through our changes. Oh yeah, but
4: but but. but uh, you you are the new Rush Limbaugh.
1: No, right? I am not the new right. Rush Limbaugh. No, no. <laughs> he's he's the Rush Limbaugh of the left. Yeah, yeah. that's why we're in this little room, <laughs> hanging on by our fingernails. <laughs> Still, you know, when
3: you're on the left, you hang on by your. Fin- but you, can, can I, uh, One thing just came to me, if, if, if I might. Uh, you know, the whole thing with um with Burge,
1: mm, John Burge, yeah, yeah,
3: and that. To me, was really swept under the, the rug because he was never really held accountable. They gave him, you know, a slap on the wrist. But I mean, look at the lives that that cat destroyed, man. I mean, I don't know what the numbers were. I, I know it was thirty, forty, fifty, or or more people, but that were tortured.
1: And uh, he was never really well. You know what? Held accountable. For you're that. absolutely correct. And I would again remember I said I would welcome Donald John Trump uh, if he would suddenly legalize marijuana on the federal level and uh, let people out of prison yeah. who are there for a reefer. Uh, I would say the same thing to Rob Goyvaerts. Okay, Rod. Everybody pays attention to you. You have the the media at your beck and call, and you're good friends with the president. Let's hear you go on a crusade for all the people who uh, have been unfairly uh, sentenced to prison because the confessions were tortured out of them. Yeah. You follow what? I don't see him talking about that. No, not at all. Uh, But this is the point I was going to make when I did the Clarence Thomas thing. This popped into my head. Get your your comments on this, Monroe and Billy. It's not just black people who discover uh, their blackness when they get in trouble. What was the lady's name uh, in addition to Clarence Thomas, the uh, Miss America, or Miss USA, when she got in trouble for those f- photographs? Oh, yeah. That uh, was uh, Vanessa uh, Williams. Vanessa okay. Vanessa Williams, yeah. White people do it too. So when Bill Clinton got in trouble for the Monica Lewinsky thing?
4: Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams was black.
1: That's what he's saying. I was saying no, I am saying that uh, it wasn't it's not just black people who find their inner blackness when they get in trouble like Vanessa Williams or Clarence Thomas. Oh, okay. okay I thought yeah. you were saying no, okay. No, no. No, right. okay, And Bill Clinton when he if you recall when he got in trouble for Monica Lewinsky, he suddenly sort of compared himself to like persecuted black people down through history and got Jesse Jackson to be very sympathetic to him. Black people rallied oh, around no. him, and <laughs> now I'm watching Rob McQuown do the same
4: thing. Well, yeah, Jesse, Jesse and um, Bill had a certain they were same cloth. It's about to go to. <laughs> <So>, uh, <laughs> <and>
3: Monroe is <laughs> suggesting something. Was like black people are the, the go to people for for empathy. You know, it's like, well, let's go there with the black. We in trouble. Yeah, we. You know, it's because it's, black folks are, are very forgiving and, and, and generally mm-hmm. very loving and, and and caring people.
1: Well, we'll see how far this goes. We'll see if Rob takes this trip on the road, if he goes to black churches, if he goes to Operation Push, uh, if he starts extolling the virtues of Donald John Trump, let's say, uh, at Operation Push. It'd yeah, be interesting. Yeah, see,
4: that- I don't think Jesse's going to let him in. I to don't do think that. that's gonna. No, yeah, right, exactly. Jesse is not pro-Trump. At
1: no, all. I know that. But,
4: but right. Je- so, so he won't let. it He won't give him a platform. No, but when no.
3: Jesse and uh, Blagojevich, they were pretty cool, right?
4: Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Well, they were. If you recall, uh, this goes way back in time when Blagojevich was a congressman. God, I can't believe I remember this stuff, Billy. Yeah. Uh Jesse Jackson went on one of his uh, missions to get a pilot released who was shot down. I could see the gentleman's face, the pilot's face, but I can't remember. I think it was Franklin was his name, but don't quote me on that. Yeah. Mm. And it was a mission. Uh, the 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 pilot was had been shot down uh, in uh, over Yugoslavia during the civil war, and of course, uh, Bukovitch is of uh, of Serbian Ser- yeah. uh, ancestry, and so he joined uh, Jesse Jack. He went with Jesse Jackson on uh, that mission mm. right. to uh, the former. I forget where it was. And I think they met with Milosevic, who was the president of, I cannot believe I remember this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so there you're absolutely correct. There there was a connection.
4: That was a convenience. That wasn't any true relationship or anything like that.
1: Well, if you really want to know what Rob Magojevic thinks about Jesse Jackson and Jesse Jackson Jr., listen to the tapes that they released where where Jesse Jackson Jr., he is just ripping Jesse Jackson Jr. Uh, and making fun of him. Right. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah, he no, it's, it's the same as um, Bloomberg is messing with Trump right now, saying how they laugh behind his back. Everybody, they talk about him, and they laugh about him behind his back. Yeah. Uh, you know which old, I'm sure is true. But uh,
3: you know the old adage, you know, politics makes strange But bedf- All these cats talk about each other like dogs until it's time to get elected. Yeah, You know, everybody, there ain't no love there. <laughs> you know, there ain't no love. It's it's all about, hey, you know, you you help me out, I help you. You wash my back, I wash Right. Anyway, I wash can't
4: yours. imagine Jesse Jackson giving Blagorovich a platform at Bush. Now, I, I may be proven wrong, but <laughs> I just can't imagine that.
1: Well, I can't imagine, let's put it this way. I can see Jesse Jackson allowing Rod Blagojevich to take the stage at Operation PUSH at a, at a meeting uh, mm. in order, if nothing else, it'll draw attention to Operation PUSH. Every reporter in town will be there.
4: Mm.
3: Yeah.
1: What I have a hard time believing is, and I, I really hope Jesse Jackson doesn't do this, is that he would allow Rod Blagojevich just free access to put out pro-Trump propaganda no. From the pulpit at Operation Push, without any yeah, pushback. No, back no, 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 I
3: think I think that'll be a step way too far. I, I don't, I don't
1: see him doing anything yeah. like that. I, I just no. can't see that. I, that, that's a level of cynicism. Well, you know, you, <laughs> see, see, I can't okay, buy it.
4: This is a, a dynamic that we have now that we didn't have years ago, and that's Reverend Al. Um, Sharpton. Yeah, sharp, Reverend Al can be a a um, stop to Jesse because he has more of, of a public audience right now, mm-hmm. and so if Jesse goes too far, Al can Al Al can call him in on call it. him out on yeah call it. him out on it now. So I, I I I don't I just can't imagine Jesse being used that way because I mean, black people dislike Trump. So much in the in the aggregate. Mm-hmm. so much that anybody who supports him mm-hmm. is going to be on the wrong side.
3: Yeah, th- this is going to be interesting because obviously his soul has been <laughs> sold, bought, and paid for. I mean, <laughs> it, it, that that's it. He's going to be he, he's going to be beholden for the rest of his days you talk about with, without. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, he's he's beholden. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out.
1: All right. That's Billy Branch, Monroe Anderson in the studio as well. Uh, we're talking Blago and Trump and how far Blago will take it. Uh, we're going to take a break and switch gears when we come back to talk about tonight's debate and Bloomberg and Biden. Monroe already teased us. Uh, will black voters switch their allegiance from Biden to Bloomberg? We'll be right back after this. Did you know that forty percent of the people in Illinois opt to be cremated? Well, it's true. And Chicagoland Cremation Options honors their wishes by providing cremation services directly to the general public chicagoland cremation options provides an affordable ethical and easy cremation arrangement whether in person or online save thousands and streamline the process by going directly to chicagoland cremation options it's a family-owned business operated by my good friend douglas client here's how you reach them chicagoland cremation options.com one more time chicagoland cremation options.com
0: It's Chicagoland's Adult Entertainment Playground. It's the world-famous Admiral Theater, 3940 West Lawrence Avenue. The Admiral is homegrown from Chicago, and it's the most conveniently located club in all of the city. 15 minutes from the O'Hare Airport in downtown Chicago Loop. Voted Chicago's Best Strip Club, the Admiral has showgirls galore and a variety of adult entertainment shows. The world-famous Admiral Theater, open every day from 7 p.m. to 6 a.m., 3940 West Lawrence Avenue. For events, showtime, and other information, visit admiralx.com must be 18 years of age or older to enter it's the butter cow which has nine hearts to represent the nine essential nutrients in milk that's right it's made entirely out of butter and you know it's a state fair tradition since at least
4: 1922